This program was first broadcast on Canterbury's access media station, Plains FM, and was made with the assistance of New Zealand On Air. Just a heads up that today we'll be talking a little bit about coercive control and mental health. So if that's not something you want to listen to today, that's totally cool. Babes, listen, it's time to jump on into it with your pals, Nat and Jess, and catch up on all things women's health and fitness. What's up, Barbie gal? Um, nothing much, but I am really excited to go and see that movie. So, so I'm really excited. Did you play Barbies? Yes, I have told Nat this, but it sounds like she's wanting me to share this with you yeah. all. Um, I was very passionate about playing She kept Barbies. going until last year. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if I, if I had daughters, then that would totally make sense. Um, would I play Barbies now? Maybe. Maybe if I was... I think you'd get bored real quick. Uh, it's I, the make-believe as adults that I feel like we we can't do as well because we've seen too much life. Isn't that sad? Yeah. That's so sad. Yep. Uh, now, you shared that you also played Barbies. Yeah, I did. And I had uh, many Barbies. Yes. Oh, yes. Fill us in on how many Barbies you had. I don't know how many exactly, but I know you want me to. I just said to Jess that I was like, I think I had close to 100. <gasps> yeah. I know. But mm. let me explain. The reason why I had so many, because that's how my dad would show me his love to me by buy, buying me Barbies. So instead of giving me emotional support, he bought me a lot of stuff all the time, like to the point where I would have like double ups and they'd be twins. Like I'd, I'd be like, oh, I've already got that one. Great. Now they're twins. Oh, we've got triplets now. <laughs> and I'd have like the kitchen and I loved it. To be fair, like he, smart man, like, you know, mm. he knew how to buy my love. Mm. And then it was same for my brother. Like he would give my brother, I don't know what the hell he liked at that time. G.I. Action Joe? Man or something? Yeah, maybe. What is that? G.I. Joe? I don't, I don't know, know what that is. I think he really liked um, Dragon Dragon Ball Z. Is that how you say it? I'm not English? sure. I'm not really? Sure. You don't know that? No, no, no. What is that? <gasps> really? Know. Do you know Dragon Ball Z? Yeah. Uh, no. Well, I mean, I wasn't target market. No, so no, true. That's... And you had a sister. Oh, you had a brother too, though. I had a brother, yeah. Um, yeah, no, I think he really liked that. And I don't know. I loved Barbies, so that's what I got. I'd either get Barbies or CDs. Of, like, Britney Spears. <laughs> wow, yeah. Yes, actually, you have mentioned that Britney Spears' uh, books and things like that were yeah. were a bit of a, a gift. But, yeah, so Nat had uh, many Barbies. I had fewer Barbies, but I think I made up for it by playing with them for a lot longer. How? When did you stop? Well, so I'm sure she won't mind me saying this, but my best friend, Laura, and I played Barbies until we were about 14. Uh, <gasps> you know, kind of like on the down low, though, because like no one it's wants, not cool. Because it's not, it's not that cool to be playing Barbies when you're like, you know, going into year 10. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah, no, I definitely didn't. No, because I think I stopped before I moved from France to New Zealand. Yeah. Yeah, I love that though. And didn't she bring out a Barbie at your wedding or something in her speech? Yes, she, uh, so she as a bridesmaid, gave a speech, really, really cool speech actually. And uh, she brought out this Barbie that my mum had kept 
in front of Does everyone. Does your mum still have your Barbies? Yeah, she has them packed away somewhere. Yeah, same. Yep. Yep. I should find them in the garage. There's yep. so much freaking junk in there. Yeah, proper 80s <gasps> looking Barbies. Do you know, we Barbies. could actually make money. Those are probably, yeah, yeah. Well, Those are now probably, that the movie's come out, I yeah, think. Yeah, and apparently it's a hit. Mm. I think it comes out today and it was a premiere yesterday or something. Yeah, hence why I'm wearing, no, it's not why I'm wearing pink. Are you corporate Barbie? <laughs> but I did, um, I did, someone said that to me this morning. Who was it? That's Holly? purple oh, no, to me. Ray. Yeah, that's what I said. That's yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, that's right. Um, maybe it was Ray. I can't remember, but she was like, oh my God, is it for Barbie? And I was like, what? <laughs> No, <laughs> but yes, I'm corporate Barbie today. Yeah, it's um, what a cool thing to do with your girlfriends. Like Laura is super excited about seeing the movie. So she suggested it a long time ago, and I was like, oh, really? Is that is that what you want to do? Um, but I've since really were you not that keen? Ah, uh, not really. I don't I don't really know why. But um, then then I was kind of like, oh, actually, that that would be a great idea. And then um. You know, like you're keen, so we're going to get a little yeah. bit of a group. Um, and I'll ask Shani as well. What I what I'm keen about though, because have you done much like looking into the behind the scenes and stuff of the Barbie movie? No, uh, no not so much. I've seen a little bit more come up, and now yeah. I'm kind of like, oh, actually, it looks like it's it, it's pretty decent. Yeah, like it feels like they've actually put a lot of effort into making it as much of like the Barbie world as possible, like mm. the. The whole, anyway, yeah, people will see it. I mean, be like, there's my kitchen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but like literally, like even mm. down to the clothes and stuff are the same as what we would have bought when we were kids. Oh, no, I'm really excited now. What was your favourite Barbie? Do you know, like, I don't know the name mm. of it. I just know it was most like what I look like, like brown hair, and that was probably it, brown eyes. Um, yeah, I can I can definitely say that I only ever had blonde-headed Barbies and assumed that only blonde-headed Barbies existed. That's terrible. Well, it kind of shows how important it is to have representation, right? Like, because we had Barbies that looked like us, mm. and a lot of girls, when they were our age, didn't have, they couldn't get Barbies that looked like them. Well, yes, and I still blame Barbie for, um, you know, this uh, sort of wanting to have a thigh gap for many years. I agree. Can yeah. we go, can we, what do you think of just Barbie in general? Oh, I think it's such a big um, topic. Uh, just, just touch on it. Um, uh, I, I loved it. I, you know, kind of, I loved playing with Barbies and it was the, um, imaginary world and the stories and the relationship stuff that you kind of come up with, particularly when you're playing with your best mate, mm. you know, like, so that's all really lovely. Um, incredibly unrealistic representation of a yes. female body, obviously. Yes. Um, you know, and I remember kind of hearing about how if this was a real person, she would be dead because, you know, the sort of Well, did you ever hear about this person who did everything they could to be like Barbies to the point where they're like, I don't know how much of this is factual, but like got so much surgery so that they didn't even need, that like they would just need air and not, because they, they were like a, a real life Barbie. That was their goal. What do you mean they just needed air? So like they would do, like they got surgery, I think, to like close things off. I know, that's bad. I should actually look into that. But I remember seeing this years ago. I'm like, this person is not well. 
you know what I mean? To want to do that, to be like, they wanted to be as much like Barbie as possible. Well, imagine being the doctor that's like, yeah, I'll do that for you. Well, there's that someone sounds... out there to do everything, right? I guess the thing is that in, in a world of over 6 billion people, there's going to be one for sure that wants yeah. to, you know, kind of is blurring the lines between my experience of playing with this doll as a child and who I want to be when I grow up. Yeah. You know, that kind of like... Yeah. You know, sort of growing out of that obviously didn't happen. Um, you know, it took me until 14. Sounds like it took them. Never. <laughs> still still in there, if they're still alive. Hey, um, um, how's your week been? Were you about to ask me? Yes. Oh, my God. You You're asked just me first then. Too because I always... fast. Too fast. Um, do you want me to go first yeah, then? Yeah, do it. Okay, my week's been good. It's my first week mm. in my new job. Yeah, look, I don't wear this for fun. <laughs> I mean, you like... Damn, what's the suit for? <laughs> um, no, this is my fir- my first week. So we're on when Thursday today. So I've had four days of work. So tell in us a real about job. it. Yeah, yeah. Not that PT is a real job. It yeah, is a real job. it's just so different. Um, it's been going good. Everybody's really, really nice. Um, I have been. Learning a new language, which is the language of IT. Mm-hmm. No, it's not. <laughs> yeah. You're like, oh, cool. No, it feels like another language. Honestly, it does. Like the, my first day, I feel like I didn't understand very much. Mm. Like they would say things to me and I would be like, in my mind, I'd be like, I got 5% of that sentence, but let's go with that, <laughs> you know. But the more, the more I understand, the more I... Like, I've done so much Googling, so much, like, YouTubing. I've even asked ChatGTP, which actually has been so, like, AI has been so not useful. Be like, can you, you know, because AI only goes up to 2021. And this company that, right, it's 2021. This company that I work for are really new. Mm. And they have, so we, so it's cybersecurity. I won't say much more than that because I can't really. (laughs) But but anyway, like the things that they offer aren't weren't on the internet before 2021 because mm. they're like new practices and new technologies and stuff. Mm. So I was like, explain this for dummies. And they're like, we don't have any records for this. And I'm like, oh my God. I know, yeah, like honestly, AI was so unhelpful. <laughs> so unhelpful. Yeah. So what even has like been Google, helpful? I can't even Google the things that they offer because it's not on Google because it's. You know, I guess cybersecurity is so private and confidential and there's, um, like, there's actually nothing you can actually talk about because it's so confidential. Mm. You know what I mean? Because do you get what I mean? Are you actually in the Secret Service? I'm actually in the CIA. (laughs) That's it, isn't it? (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. I knew it wasn't IT. (laughs) Maybe that's what I'm wearing cover. (laughs) You do look like you're about to interview someone for killing their spouse. What would you be? Would you be good cop or bad cop? Um, I don't know. Like, it depends what hat I would wear. I think you I have think to switch it. I think part of the success of, like, yeah. you know, getting to the bottom of things is you have to switch good cop, bad cop, good cop, bad <laughs> is cop. That, is that CIA's, like, strategy? Do you I think? think so. Something like that. <laughs> I would, do you know what? I mean, it would never happen, but I would love to meet someone that's, like, a secret agent and to ask, and just for it to be, like, open tell me everything, but it will never happen because they can't freaking tell you anything. Until maybe they've retired. Then they wouldn't, then, then I guess they but wouldn't they kind of share though, stuff. No, Like how no. boring. You can't even like boast about your 
about oh, what you do. I would be the worst <laughs> secret service agent ever. Because like, you would ever. spend too much on your podcast. Because, because they'd be like, we listened to your podcast this yeah. week and you gave up too much. Yeah, you need to stop doing that. Just, um, I just, you know, like I've said before, I have this weird thing where I sort of feel sometimes like people can tell. They can tell if I'm <laughs> hiding something. They can tell if I'm going for coffee and well, no, with someone else and, you know, they're not a part of that. And so that's why I invite everyone. You know, I just, yeah, I feel way too much like people actually are very can aware. Can read your mind. Yeah, and the thing that I think I so need to cute. remind myself is I'm really not that important. Oh, yes, you are. No, most people are just thinking about themselves. You're important to me. Thank you. How's that's very kind. Been? Uh, yeah, week's been good. Uh, went up to Auckland oh, yes. for the All Blacks game, and that was a win. So that's always mm-hmm. nicer to be in and around that when they win. And um, that's kind of all I've really got to say about that. Um, it was just it was nice, nice to kind time. of yeah. get away and all of that stuff. Cool. Um, and yeah, but I guess um, not. I guess. Um, yeah, no, good. Uh, Greg's now sort of like away a lot. So it's just mm-hmm. kind of, again, getting my head around, you know, sort of like, okay, yeah, that's right. I'm the only parent at home. Cool. Yep. Switch it back into that. <laughs> switch into Roll, that. Yeah. Yeah. No good cop, bad cop. Just, 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 just mum. Just cop. Um, <laughs> just so, cop. yeah. So it's just, um, and I think I've said this before on the podcast, but I must say, even, Despite how many years I've been doing that, it's still the adjustment when he goes away, the adjustment when he comes back is, I don't know that I'm any better at it than I have been in the past. The other thing that I'm not so good at, understanding a rugby game. 18 years I've been watching rugby. This is what I figured out. 18 years. That's an adult. That's someone that's an adult. That's how long I've been watching rugby. I really don't know much about rugby. Like, honestly, I was sitting there watching the game, right? I was sitting there watching it and I was like, do I really, yeah, I really don't know what's going on. And I was thinking, how long have I been coming to these? I was like, oh, dear, 18. Oh, dear. 18 years. Jess. What am I doing Jess, when I'm at these I don't, games? I don't agree, though, because I think you'll know more than someone like me. Like, if I, when I watch, I always have heaps of questions. Like, mm. like why is that? What, what happened? What happened? Mm. I don't think you'll be... Like, surely, you do, you'll know more than me. I think this is the problem, Nat, is that, like you say, you watch, right, and you've got loads of questions. I also have questions. I can't ask anyone. Oh, because they all think that you know? Because because I'm never usually watching rugby with Greg. It's not really something True, that I like yeah. to do in my free time, you know, like, hey, Greg, let's watch <laughs> rugby together, you know. Like, yeah, it's like not if, really my if thing. he's home, you're going to spend time with him. Yeah, yeah. If, he, if there's a game, he won't be with you. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't tend to watch um, uh, rugby with him. No. Sorry, is this a boring story? No, it's not. Carry on. <laughs> I feel like boring yourself. Yeah, I kind of am. No, I, can't, I feel like I'm so, actually... No, 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 carry on. But what, why is it that you feel like you can't ask people? Because, because I sit... Um, if I go in, along to a game, I sit in the stands with other wives and girlfriends and stuff, and I think I don't want to be that wife. <laughs> <laughs> Who's like... Do they... Why? Are you... <laughs> 
What's going? I remember, and when I when I was first with Greg, I would go along to the game, and then whatever team he was with or coaching with, I would look at the supporters for that team, and then you know, kind of whoever was supporting that team, and when they clapped, I clapped. <laughs> I do know, like, obviously I know about, Greg like, knows a try this, and, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> But wait, no, so hold on. So do you think, because you're like, you don't want to be that wife that doesn't know what's going on. And plus they'd be like, wait, what? Who are you married? Yeah. <laughs> and then you, is your, is your relationship new with mm. this, <laughs> with this rugby person? Mm. You're like, nah, 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 18 years, still don't know what I'm, <laughs> mm. So wait, but, so you know how you're amongst, you know, these people? Mm. And you've been amongst them for at least four years, right? Mm, I think so, yeah. I think Around maybe about. This is Some of them would have come, yeah. come and went or whatever. Yeah. Um, do they, are you that person? Like, do they know you as that wife? I think they've tossed me out. Do you think they have? I think they have. Yeah. I think, I think so. <laughs> I think so. This is honestly hilarious to me. I think so. Now well, this chat's getting boring. So we're going to move on. So in other news, other than Nat's done her first week in her new job. And As a CIA agent. Yes, so that's very exciting. Um, I can't wait to hear more about that on the podcast each week. I can't share. I just told you. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. So we'll talk about something else instead. So uh, starting on the 7th of July, there was um, a bit of chat mm-hmm. around some text messages that were shared by a certain surfer about her ex Boyfriend, uh, Nat, tell us, tell us what you know. So Nat <laughs> is actually the person who told me about this, and I was like, wow. And I was like, this is so interesting. We need to talk crazy. about it. Crazy. Um, I don't like. I I went. You know, when you look into something and you go deep mm. into that person, like mm. I went real deep into Did you? Sarah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like looked at heaps of her posts, and mm. and the day that I looked on her Instagram was the day that she was sharing like dozens and dozens of stories mm. of like the texts that her and him have been, so Jonah Hill, um, her ex, have been um, exchanging. And so she was going on like this, you know, this road of like, I'm going to I'm gonna out this guy type mm. of thing. You know, like mm. I'm, I'm going to share everything. Mm. Everything's on the, on the table. Um, and I just, I would have got it from like a news something, mm. you know, so that's why I went into it. Mm. Um, I love when you, like, read something and then when you go and look into it, it's happening live. Wow. Like, I love that. Like, it's happening right now. Like, this girl has posted today and she's keep on posting every single day. You know, like, every night, not every single day. Yeah. Today about, like, the responses and stuff like that. Um, My, I don't have, like, I don't know, don't know them, you know. Like, I just want to, like, the thing with celebrities is, like, you only know what they're telling you. You know what I mean? Like, mm. we don't know them personally. I just want to say mm. that out there. Like, well, I always think there's always, you know, both sides of the story. Mm. I think Jonah Hill isn't that um, vocal about his side from what mm. I saw, and she's really vocal. So we only really know her side, mm. you know. Mm. But the gist of it is that he is highly insecure and mm. highly, highly controlling boyfriend. Yeah. Yeah, so if you're sort of like me and you missed it yeah. when it was all happening and maybe someone's talked to you about it or maybe this is the first you're kind of hearing about it, 
we'll just fill you in on an example of what you said, which is this sort of like, it's quite apparent that the that Jonah Hill is very insecure and the way that he deals with that is to be quite controlling of her. Yeah. Uh, they broke up about a year ago. Yeah. So a year after their relationship is broken up, she started sharing kind of screenshots yeah. and things. Because I think she started posting photos that he didn't allow her to post. Got you. And I think that's how it kind of came. I think that's how it started. I haven't actually done more research into it, but I think there was like this post of her in like a bikini. She's a surfer, so that's her professional job. Mm. And saying, um, posting this, uh, something like because um, somebody didn't let me at the time. Like mm. posting this now, but it's from like a year ago because somebody didn't let me at the time. Yeah. yeah so she's and then kind she of... shared this text. So I'll read you the text. <clears throat> now just imagine that I'm a 39-year-old American actor. Is who, he 39? He's 39. She's 26, which I also think is quite interesting. You've got a 13-year yeah. age gap. Mm. But we'll talk a little bit more about kind of... This uh, is pop culture, right? Yeah, it's Look cool. at us. It's cool. Okay, so here we go. This is one of the messages that he sent her. Plain and simple, if you need surfing with men, boundaryless, inappropriate friendships with men to model, to post pictures of yourself in a bathing suit, to post sexual pictures, friendships with women who are in unstable places oh. and from your wild recent past beyond getting a lunch or coffee or something respectable. I'm not the right partner for you. If these things bring you to a place of happiness, I support it. And there will be no hard feelings. These are my boundaries for romantic partnerships. Um, my boundaries with you based on the way these actions have hurt our trust. So he's saying that this is his boundaries, but really it's kind of like a um, like a... a like it's rules, mm. right? Like he's not saying these are my boundaries. This is like rules for you to follow in order to be with me. Mm. Because boundaries, like in my mind, would be um, you might be surfing with men, but I don't enjoy it, so I'm not going to surf with – you know what I mean? Mm. Like like mm. boundaries would be more like boundaries for yourself. Mm. Is mm. that how you understand it in like a relationship? Like say with um, – I don't know, like, say if you don't like to go out and your partner really likes to mm. go out, my boundary is that I'm just not going to go out. Mm. I'll I'll go home after dinner, mm. you know? Mm. It's interesting because uh, I went down a little bit of a YouTube rabbit hole. Nice. Um, I'm a massive <laughs> fan of YouTube, by the way. Um, it just defines zero-killing documentaries and stuff. But um, what was really interesting is you definitely have the camp that would say Jonah is emotionally abusive. This is a, an example of coercive control. Yeah. You have another camp, tends to be more male-dominated, yeah. saying, um, what's the big deal? He's just establishing kind of what he's comfortable with and, you know, sort of like what's inappropriate mm -hmm. in this situation is someone taking a private um conversation and posting it publicly. That's the other camp. What's also been quite interesting um, is this concept of therapy speak, which is kind of trending apparently on TikTok at the moment. So therapy speak, um, sort of the long and short of it is that it's language or concepts that would be used in, um, in therapy that you are bringing into um, real world situations. But uh, the example with 
Jonah is that he uses boundaries, which is kind of like yeah. something you would talk about in therapy, I guess. <clears throat> but he uses it to rationalize his desire for control and power in a relationship. So he's not setting boundaries that protect yeah. his emotional well-being, but he's dictating what behaviors and friendships she is allowed to have. Yeah. So that's not his boundaries. So that's boundaries. what I mean. He's not using yeah. the right word. He's just saying... Um, this is a, this is a list of rules mm. for you. Mm. Like that's what it is, right? Mm. You can't. <laughs> There's like a meme going around. This like this is my to do list for, for summer. <laughs> well, <that's- laughs> I'm going to surf with men. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to model. I'm going to post pictures of myself in a bathing suit. <laughs> Time to have some boundaryless and appropriate friendships with men. Oh yes. And- do you know the thing that got me yep. was? I mean, I mean, the whole thing is to be honest. Like the whole thing, I hate it. Mm. But the friendships with women, women who are unstable in unstable places and from your wild recent past. Very judgmental. So judgmental. So mm. saying to her, like, <clears throat> you used to be wild. Mm. You used to be inappropriate and disrespectful, but mm. now you're not because you're with me. Mm. Mm-hmm. But it's like, sis, you, you, if you think she had a wild past mm. and you're not okay with that, what makes you think she's going to change, quote mark, wild? You know, like whatever he defines as wild. Yeah. Like if, if it's if it's surfing with with male people is wild, then whatever. But you know what I mean? Like he's he's trying to change his partner. Well, he's his not. Yeah, he's not owning insecurity. his own shit in this, which is. Yeah. I actually feel really insecure. You know, and in order to kind of ease that anxiety that I have about myself, I need you to, you know, really kind of like dull yourself down. Yeah. Pull back, get away from the world, yeah. don't be out there and Just all of that. Just dim your light, you know, don't dim your light for my sake. And the thing is though that I believe how their relationship started was that he commented on a post that she'd made. Surfing Wearing a bikini. <laughs> so, and this is the thing this with... Is ironic. Yeah, exactly. With um, kind of controlling men is that it looks like what they want is to have submissive women, right? Yeah. But they're not attracted to submissive women. They're attracted to independent yeah. women who shine. And in the process of gaining control, it is about diminishing that. Yeah. We can talk a little bit more about that. And I'm that. sure that also so. goes the other way around. You know, like there's coercive control um, absolutely, from woman to men and from woman to woman, men to men. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. And, yeah. and this is just a, an example where it's the man that is yeah. controlling yeah. of the woman. And I think this is um, because he is very famous. This is highlighted yeah, an issue yeah. that has been going on and actually been talked about for a while, um, you know, but m- it's gaining a lot of attention <clears throat> because of... Because he's famous. Because he's famous. Yeah. So uh, what we're kind of chatting about then is something called coercive control. And if you're not familiar with what that concept is, um, just a, a little kind of um, a, a description here, I guess, definition. Um, it's a form of domestic abuse or intimate partner Violence, so that can be absolute between men and women, men and men, women and women. And um, it describes a pattern of behaviours a, perpetu- a perpetrator, sorry, uses to gain control and power by eroding a person's autonomy and self-esteem. This can include acts of intimidation, threats, and humiliation. So, in that example, for example, <coughs> in that text that he sent her. 
Um, the threat is that he's threat, gonna leave her. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it's very kind of like passag. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's kind of like if this is what you want, then I'm just I'm, <laughs> I'm not, not here right for it. For but you. like, how long have you been together? You're probably like <laughs> living together. Like it's a lot. You know, you've made quite a big big commitment to be so flippant about it. Um, who are these people? Who are these people that are coercively controlling others? They are normally jealous and possessive types, um, uh, very dangerous character traits. Uh, they claim ownership over their partner and often a develop, develop an obsession with controlling every aspect of their lives. Um, usually they're quite insecure. That's what drives their yeah. behavior. And they have a fear of losing their partner and an obsessive drive to prevent this from happening. What no, what I was thinking is like, yes, he's he's obviously got insecurities and it's okay to go through bouts of where you're thinking, Oh, I just wish my partner say didn't wear this red top, whatever. But deal with your own shit. Mm. You know, like if he dealt with his own insecurity and realized that actually um like the thing is, she could be not doing any of these things. Yeah. But there will still be something that he'll pick. And I'm not and I'm just saying this is an example because we don't know these people. Like I know we that don't we don't actually know, know Jonah Hill personally. At all. Just in case. <laughs> but you, you know what wondering. I mean though? Like I don't want to like um bag this guy mm. too much. I'm just saying in a relationship. Mm. Say if she didn't do this whole list, mm. he would still pick things. So you looked at this guy across the table. I saw you look at this guy. If you, if that's what you want to be into, I'm gonna leave you. This, you know what I mean? Like mm. I feel like it doesn't matter. At this point, he's the issue, and he mm. doesn't realize that. Mm. Doesn't matter what she does; it's gonna be wrong. We've talked before about um, clothing, right? Yeah, because I've been in a relationship like this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, what we spoke about was that you had had an experience where uh, a boyfriend was. View was quite controlling on what yeah. you were wearing and all of that stuff. It's just similar to this, really. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And what we said was, or what you <clears throat> said was sort of around, you know, instead of that person taking responsibility for that fear of being cheated on, they then blame the other person and what they're wearing and then that's... Yeah. Sorry, that didn't describe it no, very well. I, I believe we have a reel about it. <clears throat> Oh, probably. Mm. We could share it. Mm. I know what you mean. Yeah, because the thing is, at the root of it, this person that's doing the control, the controlling, it's their insecurity. Mm. So it doesn't matter who they're with. It doesn't matter what that person does. It's always going to be like this guy, if he doesn't deal with his own issues, he's going to find every single relationship that he's in, Mm. he's going to come with the same issues. Mm. And the common denominator is going to be him unless he deals with his stuff. Yeah. When you were in this situation, yeah. how long did it take you to kind of go, and was it this? Was was this the part of the relationship where you went, whoa, I am actually being so controlled by this person. I do not feel good about myself. I'm not the person that I remember coming into the relationship. I need to get out. No, no, no. He left me. <laughs> oh, okay. Cool. Wow. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. But remember when I said to you, um, Shani at the time obviously had noticed mm. that I was like my light wasn't as bright, mm. you know, to put it simply. And she, he was leaving the country anyway, so she left it because she knew he was leaving. Mm. Otherwise, she would have sp- spoken up. Mm. But I remember thinking, 
this isn't right that he's telling me I can't wear this dress. Mm. And this was like a work dress. Like I wore it to work. It's not mm. like I wore it to go out. Like it was work appropriate. You know mm. what I mean? Um, I remember thinking this sucks. Like I, you know, like I love clothes mm. and I love, I love just nice clothes in general and you do too, mm. you know. So I hated the fact that he told me I couldn't wear this dress anymore and I love that dress. But I remember thinking I feel bad that I'm making him feel like that. So you know what I mean? So when you're in it, you yeah, you know you know 20% of your brain, this is just a random number that I've put out of thin air, <laughs> 20% of your brain is rational and is like, this is not right. This doesn't make me feel good. I feel I feel bad about this. But then when you think you really love this person, whatever, 80% is like, no, I want him to feel better. Mm. I What can I do to make him feel If it means I don't wear this, mm. you know. I remember like online shopping for a, like clothes or dresses or whatever, and I can't remember what it was for. Maybe it was for just in general. And asking him permi- permission. So I remember, like, we were on the couch and I remember being like, what about this dress? You know, like, what about this? And he's like, no, like, look. And I remember saying to him, every single dress on this site. And he's like, why are you shopping in places like that? <gasps> yeah. So I was like, where the hell do you want me to shop? Like, he, like, yeah, he, it was like that. And I remember being like. Amish.com. Was it? Amish.com. That's where he wanted you to shop. (laughs) Down to the ankles, out to the wrists, up to the knees. Yes. Mm. Like I remember him saying, like giving me like a, I don't know, like a brand that's obviously for like older people. And I remember thinking, this is for nanas. Like, sis, I am not wearing this shit. But I didn't buy anything. But like that's how much he was like, like he didn't click that actually – Every dress on here I'm not okay with. Mm. Maybe, maybe it's a me problem. Maybe it's a me problem. No, no, no. It was, well, why are you shopping in like places like that? As in like, I don't know, slushy places, yeah, slushy yeah. shops? Is that even a thing? <laughs> and this is, this is such a good point because, we, you know, I talked about there seem to be two camps here. Or not two camps. There's a middle <laughs> ground here as well. But like in the camp of... Um, you know, uh, he's just establishing what he wants in a relationship, what's not okay is she sharing it, you know, and why, like if she was not okay with it, why didn't she leave? And and this is usually men speaking this way. Yeah. And that's exactly the point, like you said, is that 20%, for example, 20% of your brain is rational yeah. and going, this doesn't, this isn't okay, or my gut, yeah. this doesn't yeah. feel right. But the other part of you that's already invested in this relationship yeah. for six months, a year, the part of you that actually cares about that person doesn't want to hurt them. No, because you you think you love this person. Exactly, and, and, they, and they take advantage of that. Yeah, exactly. You know, and there's also an element of, as women, we have been conditioned in lots of ways to keep men happy yeah. to you know kind of men hold a position of power we've got a massive age gap between this example which is 39 and 26 that's a bit of a power imbalance exactly he's a powerful person in in terms of what he does so the the comment around well why didn't she just kind of like not be with him or tell him 
not to tell her not to, you know, wear wear a bikini or whatever. It's not that simple. Exactly. It's it's not that simple. And um, you've Especially given... like I think there was a lot of, um, and like again, we only know her side, but, you know, I think she turned down jobs. So he was like financially, um, those are some of the other texts, like financially supporting her, um, which he says he was happy to do, whatever. But she was like, look, I don't have as much money because I've turned down jobs for your own insecurities. And now, you know, like, so there is a power imbalance because he's the one with the money now and he's the one with the fame. Yeah, yeah. I Like, would you have shared, would you just like, not related to this actual story, would you have shared the the text on a, on a platform, social media, and your husband, partner, sorry, is that famous? Uh, well, they're no longer together. Would I yeah. share something like that about, about your an ex? ex? Um, <laughs> I mean, how to answer this? I guess I've been trying to understand it from her perspective. Yeah. Right? Which is, you know, sort of, I guess, because the the commentary on it is that you've got a couple of narcissists here. You know, she's narcissistic because she's claiming that she's sharing this to bring attention to it, but actually she's just really wanting attention for herself. I think I think that's really unfair. Mm. I think it's incredibly brave of her to bring attention to this. Yeah. There's also um sort of like his now partner has only just had a baby. So there's kind of this thing of like why would you what do, you know do yeah. that to someone else but I mean, I'm sure in the year that they haven't been together that she's been working through a process of um, understanding yeah. the um, coercive control that she had. I don't know how to answer your question, sorry. Would I? Oh, I don't know. Yeah, it's probably I not my thing. I'm no, not on social neither. media enough. Well, no, yeah. I don't think I would either because of all these reasons and because as well. Why would you not? Um. Well... To be honest, I wouldn't want that kind of attention, first of all, for that reason. <laughs> like, mm. sure, I wouldn't mind being famous, but not for that. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but also... That's why she, I think she's very brave. That's, yeah, so that yeah. is really brave. But also, there's just, there's, you know, like, I don't know like how to say this. Like, people that are like this, like this guy mm. and like my ex, mm. they don't, necessarily like they're doing it from a place of hurt right mm. so this guy is really hurt he's insecure um i don't know what his past is like at all so they don't do it to be shit people mm. you know like he's not like mm. a you know mm. what i mean like mm. a, at the heart of it he's probably not like that shit of a person um <laughs> but you know like it's just and my ex for example came back from his um that's irrelevant but like a few years later apologized and realized that actually he was it was pretty shit which was insane because I ne- I didn't say anything at all like a, there was nothing from me mm. so to me that was a great closure mm. to be like oh wow you realized that actually you were quite controlling you've worked on your stuff and it tells me that you're probably not like this with your new partner which is mm. great mm. but if he imagine if he was really famous or whatever and I'd done that you like it's almost like you don't give them the chance to like but again, but then again, like obviously she's gone through a lot of shit because of it. I don't know. It is a hard one. I just think there's things. Yeah, I don't know. I think something's private for good reason. I just think he's. It comes from a for him. It comes from a place of like 
he's had a lot of insecurities and mm. you know like you said you watch his documentary his mm. parents sound like they were quite controlling themselves yeah this, him. yeah the Netflix one that he does with his therapist he kind of talks about when he was younger and he was overweight uh, his mum had good intentions which was to kind of send him off to lose weight or get yeah. some support with that but what he felt the message was, was you're not okay, you're not good As enough. As you are. Mm-hmm. Um, so in that context, I, s- I sort of look at that and I go, well, yeah, I sort of, um, uh, I can see where potentially that need to control and that fear of abandonment or whatever yeah, kind of comes yeah. from. I agree, compassionately, everyone is doing their best. Uh the benefit of her having done this is absolutely that now there's a conversation yeah. about it. And, like, look at our podcast. There you about go. It. I mean, we're grateful. Um, but yeah. is that going to is that going to motivate him to work on his stuff, maybe? Is that going maybe. to be so damaging to his career and self-esteem that, you know, uh, there's it, it's really dark for him moving forward I think, yeah, it's, it's a I mean, it's, hard yeah, one to call, it's isn't it? To do with this. Yeah, yeah. But the fact that it's raised this conversation, I think, is really good. That's a good part of it. It's raised this conversation. Yeah. People can relate. I can relate. Yeah. You know, like it's, it's, it's something that needs to be talked about. So if you're um, in potentially in a situation where, you, where you've been looking at this story and kind of going, oh, there's some similarities to maybe what I'm going through or you know, sort of, um, yeah. is this coercive control? We've got some uh, signs for you, just in case you're wondering. So the first one is isolation. So if your partner, other half, is cutting off or limiting contact with family and friends, mm. um, so your supportive network is lost. Um, if they are denying you freedom and autonomy, so controlling freedom of movement and independence, some methods include not allowing the um, uh, the person to go to work or school. It's quite extreme. Wow. Um, yeah. Restricting access to transport, stalking or Ooh. confiscating phones. Sorry, that word is triggering. <laughs> <laughs> Which one? Stalking. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, shit. Sorry. No, no. I don't, don't worry. It's not that triggering, but I just went, Ugh. Yeah. Um, it's not the nicest word, I'll be honest. Mm. Um, gaslighting, we've talked about that. Um, abuser twists a scenario to make themselves right and will force the other person to question their own memory and apologise. I think that's the main way. Weapon, I reckon. Gaslighting. Yeah. 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 I'm so sorry I wore the bikini. I'm a professional yeah, surfer, fault. but I'm so sorry I didn't yeah. wear a burkini. <laughs> Stay with the woman. So sorry. <laughs> Should have known better. Um, if they're financially controlling, so if they with, withhold or limit access to money, um, restrict the ability to leave the relationship. It, it, what it does then, it restricts the ability to leave the relationship. I think that was the case there with them. Yeah, right. Wow. Because, you mean, know, because for her, she'll be thinking, I think she was studying, she'll be thinking, if I leave, mm. I won't have his support. And I think he was paying for her therapist and things like that. You know what I mean? Yes. And we can say compassionately, this controlling behavior has come from a place of not feeling good enough. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, the this is an example of kind of like how complex and how yeah, that's controlling. Yeah, it's not that easy to leave. Yeah. Because yeah. he's saying, look, I'm a nice person. I'm giving you all of this and mm-hmm. I'm paying for this. I'm doing this. 
and you can't even follow my f***ing list. Yeah, you can't tick <laughs> you off can't the to-dos. What's wrong with you? Why are you having more than a coffee with someone from your wild past? <laughs> Unstable woman. Who even uses the expression wild? Like, he's only 39, not 69. Come on, boomer. Um, monitoring. Wanting to know um, the uh, other person's location, who they're with. Well, I mean, that's an example of it, isn't it? Yeah. You know, Why he's gonna, with this person? He's going to kind of vet, vet out who yeah. she has coffee with. Um, calling, texting them excessively, placing cameras, recording devices around or tra- tracking movements with GPS oh, software. That is extreme. Right. Body control. Dictating what... <laughs> you um, said that. So weird. Dictating. <laughs> Just me? getting out my enunciation okay, for the day. On. Vocal exercises over here. Um, dictating the uh, person's clothing. Hey, diet. Diet. That makes me feel sick. Um, diet yeah, and see, physical. That's triggering for you. Yeah, that's real. <laughs> Someone else trying to control what I eat? No, I do enough on my own. Thanks. <laughs> Um, and physical presentation. Extreme cases may involve controlling sleep and medical care. That is extreme. I hope no one that is listening hopefully is going through this right now. Well, we'll we'll let you know kind of what your options are if you are in this situation. Not because we're experts, just because I feel like it's Need to important help. to yep. say something. Um, jealousy, possessiveness, um, uh, might constantly abuser might constantly accuse the other person of cheating on them, uh, making them feel guilty about spending time away from them or not. What were you doing last night? Were you cheating on me? That's yeah. what you were doing, right? You were just cheating on me. Yeah, yeah. Yep, I was yeah. in uh, bed, uh, <laughs> but okay. Or yep, I was with my best friend, but okay. Um, was this the same person who kind of took issue with you teaching group fitness classes? Or he would never come along to a never class. come along. Yeah, yeah, quite insecure about that. Um, yeah, uh, yeah, he didn't like not let me. Like I still did, mm. and that I did a lot of back then. I mm. overdid it, um, but he, you know, he wouldn't come at all. He wasn't supportive of it. Parallel universe. I wonder if this relationship had progressed, you know, and you'd stayed together for a long time. If that if the behaviour would have become more and more controlling. Maybe. I don't know. I hope not. Well, I, the thing is, I've talked about it with Shani Heaps, that she's like, I would have jumped in, which I'm so grateful for, but I do wonder how I would have reacted to that. Oh, I think it's so tough, isn't and like, it? You can't, you can't so... say what you would have said. Like, I just, I don't know, but I would have been, like, would I have... Would I have moved away from Shani? Because I remember mm. thinking I didn't tell her everything because I knew she was, she'd be like, what? Mm. You know, so I ended up not telling her mm. things. Mm. Yeah, because then you feel like you're in a position where you have to choose between, yeah. you know, kind of like your relationship and your friendship because you're yeah. like, oh, no, you know, yeah. my friend yeah. doesn't like the relationship partner, that, I, yeah. that I'm in. So if I don't share as much, then she'll... Think, think positively of great, it. Yeah. yeah. And then you become more isolated. Oh, it's there a pyramid you go. scheme. Yeah. Um, so, uh, like, where are we <laughs> at? <laughs> pyramid <Sorry>. scheme. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong potty topic. Um, 
Where are we at in New Zealand? So um, just did a little bit of research to see where we are. Oh, I know, stats. Yeah, I know in Australia there's been a bit of media around making um, uh, the laws around coercive control. Um, oh, yeah, cool. Um, just got, just got. We've got a few minutes left, so I'll try and get the, get through this kind of as quickly <laughs> yeah, as I, I can. Like, Jess, I can't hear that. You need to pretend like you didn't hear that. <laughs> yeah, sorry. This is why I would be a terrible secret service agent. Um, imagine someone like my earpiece is going <laughs> yes. off, and I'm like, like, so I've just been told to like play good cop with you. Oh, oh no, Did it. It. Um, Anyway, so quickly, um, in New Zealand, approximately 55% of women report experiencing intimate partner violence um, in so their life. Over that half. is so high. That's not good. Um, controlling behaviour is often overlooked, but more than one in four New Zealand women report experiencing this form of harm. And like a lot of people wouldn't report it. Like heaps, 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 heaps people wouldn't. Yeah. Um, so we don't have a specific law around coercive control like the UK does, but it comes under um, or another or the Family Violence Act. Okay. Uh, included in the Family Violence Act of 2018. Okay, so um, if you are finding yourself in this situation, escaping this type of relationship can be complicated and potentially dangerous. That's really, really important um, uh, to say. So careful planning is necessary and mm. professional help often needed. Maintaining communication with support systems where possible can be very helpful. If you can, ask these people to check in with you on a regular um, basis. So in New Zealand, we've got... Um, places like Women's Refuge, um, which is for females only. Shine is for men and women. And we've got uh, texting 1737 if you want to talk to a trained counsellor. Maybe we can kind of share a little yeah, bit of that. Yeah, let's do that. As well. So, um, And also I know there's like websites like the Warehouse, I think website has got um, like a, a like a safe, view or something like so you can click a button and then it takes you to like where to get help that's so cool yeah 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 so yeah so I think like um there's more than just the warehouse doing that so that um you know like you just type the warehouse that way if they were checking like your um I should know this I'm in IT what is it your your urls that you're googling your google searches IP addresses? No, that's not what you said. <laughs> um, then, then they'll just see the warehouse, and you're just like gone shopping. But really, you can just click this thing, and then it tells you where to get help. And maybe they've got like a chat or something on there. I don't know, or something to email. Mm. So yeah, that's really important. Really, really important. Yeah, and the thing is that um, you know this is not a great situation to be in if you are. And um, while you can compassionately understand that it comes from a place of hurt for them, at the end of the day, it is your life. Yeah. Choose wisely who you share it with because you you get one. And yeah. um, it's never okay for anyone to require that you not shine as bright yeah. as you were meant to in your life. Amen. I would like to leave, though, on something I found. Oh, God. If your boyfriend says not to post that bikini pic, ask him if that's the Jonah Hill he wants to die on. <laughs> you told me this yesterday. <laughs> this is so funny. This is so funny. I loved it. You love it. Yeah. I do love it too. It's great. Yeah, it's yeah. quite clever. Um, yeah, you don't deserve. You don't deserve to be treated like that. So, 
we're here for you, sisters and besties and brothers and all. Uh, we should wrap up. Should we wrap up? That was such a good um, ending. Thank okay, you so thanks. much, sis. Um, have a great week, everybody. Uh, follow us on Instagram, Babes Listen. And, um, yeah, great topic. Bye.